0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 20th episode of Storytime and the final episode of the year. Can't believe we've done 20 of these to this point. Thanks to everyone who has tuned in. Here, we talk about all things real estate. I'm your host, Todd Munir. Today, I have my friend and Tory's director of operations, Sam, jumping on with us so we can share our first market update with you Uh, as we hit the end of 2023 and plan for 2024. Sam, welcome back to Storytime.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel so special on the last episode for 2023.
0: Yeah, and you're my first first multiple-time guest. That's awesome. Um, So Sam, for those that don't know, tell us a bit about your background and what brought you to the business.
1: Sure. Uh, So... A quick background, I've always been in roles pertaining to marketing, operational, sales, business development, but I started my real estate interest back in 2016 when I was living in West Palm Beach, just freelancing for other agents and a mortgage banker at that time. I was plugged into this world, so I saw everything around me going to events, and I was really interested. Um, And I also found it really interesting because I moved around so much after graduating college, I found it very interesting and special to be part of someone's home buying and selling journey it's something so intimate as that and simple right but it's it's a big deal um so for me that that's always been true like very close to my heart and then moving back home to my hometown in boston or outside of boston i have finally been able to place my roots back here and create some stability here and really find my home again where I had never thought I would come back home here in Boston.
0: So obviously, so Sam, like uh, a lot has happened this year for us, right? Like lots of changes in our processes, in how we use technology, our partnerships, um, and also just like everyone else, major changes in the market. Uh, let's dive into what we've seen over the course of 2023. Uh, like first, I want to start with buyers. Buyers are our bread and butter. Uh, But we've been blessed to have success throughout the year, uh, but definitely back heavy despite the lower interest rates earlier in the year. Uh, And I think that's an important point because you would think normally that it's it's the other way around. Uh, It hasn't been that case for us. Uh, My thought is that when rates started going up, people were waiting for them to come Mm -hmm. down. And there was still some competition in the market. Uh, eventually folks got used to the higher rates and decided to take advantage when the competition went down. Uh, That meant below asking offers being accepted, keeping contingencies, especially your inspection, which again, a lot of folks were waiving that uh, for quite some time. Um, And it's important to keep in mind too, that through all of this supply has remained low around greater Boston. So I mentioned that, you know, we've been back heavy on the year. Um, and to share percentages I was just looking at this today, twenty one percent of the transactions that you and I have worked on, Sam, um, this year were between January and May. So that's five really months out of the year were twenty one percent.:
1: Wow, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm glad that you pulled that data up because I was think- like just genuinely thinking about like what quarter was the like heaviest, and like, what period in that quarter ha- has it been the like slowest and heaviest, but that makes sense.
0: And so that means like things really started to pick up. Therefore, in the summer when rates were climbing uh, even more, uh, they were they were going higher at that time. Uh, but but there was lots of news of more rate hikes and all that. So I think that drove some of the urgency for folks. Uh, that, so th- anything you want to add there, Sam? Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Um, it's definitely been a tougher market, especially for first time home buyers. As you know, you're not really seeing those starter homes anymore as you once did before. I, I'm questioned for you, um, being an agent, do you think that's because of low inventory, personal reasons, rates, of just a mixture of everything?
0: Yeah, it's a mixture yeah. of everything, for sure. And obviously, obviously, no two situations are the same yeah. either, right? So um, I do think the low inter- inventory has, has had an impact because you've got, um, you know, you've got, like, people who are pickier right you got people who have very set criteria and maybe some criteria that just they just cannot uh, you know for personal reasons or for just family reasons or whatever they, they just can't uh, compromise on uh, rates are a factor I mean the affordability is totally different now right I mean we talked about uh, you, you and I have talked about I mean, you know we just closed a deal for a client a couple of weeks ago um, a $700,000 loan is costing them $6,000 a month right like that's that's crazy uh you know like if, but but their logic is we get it now so later on we can just refinance and at least we have the asset um and, and so it is definitely a mixture of all these.
1: for things. sure and you know if i think overall the underlying question was okay when is the rate is the fed going to continue to raise interest rates you know like every that was the headline like i think for it's I mean, for how long, like several months now, like we've been on this roller coaster of upwards and just hoping that it downshifts a bit. And as it is downshifting now um, slightly and more so in 2024.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think at the end of the day, it's like tied to inflation and the inflation numbers are starting to come out that are uh, are are pretty positive uh, in terms of the direction the Fed wants them to go. And that's going to help. Uh, it's definitely going to help bring rates down. And we'll talk about this a little bit more. But the question is how low do right. go? And then if they go? If yeah. they get to a certain point, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change the game completely. And we'll talk about that in a bit. For sure. But, um, but, but yeah, so let's talk well, about sellers real quick. Um, you know, most of the listings we had were earlier this year. Uh, you know, we've had a couple recently. We all know that the, uh, you know, the, the market for listings and, and supply in general has been quite low. But the theme has been the importance of pricing given the current environment. Pricing a property right has been critical. It always is critical, but especially in a market like the one we have right now. Um, that's what has helped to get properties under agreement for our clients relatively quickly um, and, and, and you know, generate demand. Uh, one of our colleagues, Joe, he had a listing recently where we, we priced it too high. Uh, you know, like a combination of just the, the, the comps and conversations with the client. And, and it was a really nice condo, actually. We had to do a couple of price drops and it stayed on the market for over two months. Eventually, uh, you know, we did get it under agreement, but it was, but that experience for a condo like that was a far cry from a couple of years ago or even earlier this year when, you know, you put something up, like the price sometimes doesn't even matter and you're going to get a bunch of people to the open house, private showings, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like touching on supply again, you know, it's just not it's just not that many listings in general. Uh, it's been the case for a couple of years now. But first it was people not wanting to move because of COVID. And now we have much higher interest rates. Like Sam, you of course, you help a lot of our clients with their searches. You're looking for you're looking at properties for clients every day. What have you noticed about inventory throughout the year?
1: Yeah. And I think you touched on this earlier on criteria and um, as we know, inventory has been low, but what really is important is the search criteria that plays a huge role, location as well. Um, there, we always say this, and I know you have a rule on this, there's no perfect home. If you ha- If you're looking for that 10 out of 10, you're not going to find it, right? But at least if you yeah. have an 8 or a 9, if you're in that range... Um, that's super important and being flexible within a slower market goes a long way Um, in terms of aesthetics or details of the home areas of interest can really either widen your search or minimize your search Um, and as we know with limited inventory would be in your best interest to widen that possibility
0: yeah and i think it's important to note too that for sellers like that like conceptually, it's important to understand that too. It'll put them in the best position to, uh, if they understand that and they price accordingly and all those kind of things, keep, keep into consideration all these factors going on in the market, it'll put them in a much better position to, um, uh, to have success in the current environment. The general sentiment really is that like, if you sell, uh, in the current market, not only are you facing what's going on, uh, uh, you know, for buyers and the buyer pool, generally just being smaller, but you need to buy something else yourself, most likely if yeah. you sell, right? So you're going to be, you're going to sell maybe something that's might be two, 3% interest rates. If you have a loan to buy something that's seven, 8% interest rate, that's a really tough pill to swallow. So there's been, as a result, there's been a lot of hesitation, and in my opinion, rightfully so uh, for folks to put their put places on the market. Um, and then, you know, we talk about investors because, you know, we have we have plenty of investor clients. We've had a few this year. Um, the fact of the matter is high interest rates make it tough to see reasonable ROI uh, as an investor, especially in a place like Greater Boston where values remain strong. There's other parts of the country where values are going, you know, going down or um, they've they've kind of fluctuated quite a bit, uh, but values in Greater Boston are still pretty solid. It's not to say there isn't opportunity, but it's just a lot harder to find it and make the numbers look attractive, even if you're willing to take it on the chin in the short term, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to cash flow, so that's why even even for myself, and I've mentioned it in a previous podcast episode, is uh, you know I decided to invest out of state for the first time. The, the numbers just have to work. Um, and I think a theme of this episode, and I know you'd agree, is long-term outlook is key. Right. Um, you need to be able to see that you can benefit from a refinance down the line while weathering the storm for a year or two, uh, and it's not an easy thing to do, especially when prices are
1: high. Right. You want instant um, results, especially as an investor. You know, you're that's it's it's hard. Like you said, it's a hard pill to swallow. But you know, looking at in the long run, that's what will benefit you the most.
0: For sure, and and I, and I want to also want to touch on uh, agents real quick. Uh, you know, simply put, you know, doing volume as an agent is hard in any market. Uh, you and I know how difficult some tra- transactions can be. Um, but with the current environment of low supply, resilient prices in Greater Boston, high rents, high interest rates, things are just tougher for agents. So I say for agents. The hustle is more important than ever, would you agree?
1: The hustle is real. It's a real thing, and I see it with you. I see it with you know i'm I'm not the agent, right, but all of the follow ups and the consistency, you have to be consistent with your practices and follow up on anything that plays a factor into your business and I know you do that, and you have and if you don't, you'll just fall off and maybe even stop doing deals and maybe get out of real estate. Really, a lot of agents joined back in twenty, you know, twenty twenty after COVID. Twenty twenty one, maybe they're not even selling anymore because of the hustle. It's just a lot, and they can't do it anymore. Or if they're doing it very minimally, um, it's it it is it's it's a twenty four seven hustle. And any effort, I mean, with regardless of real estate, but any effort you put into anything, whether it's real estate or other passions, you'll see the results. And if you're not getting those results, what you want and to do, I mean, is really analyze it and where I can do better, right? Where, what are the areas I'm slacking in and how can I improve?
0: Right, right. And I think a lot of that comes down to having a plan, which we'll talk about in a, in a bit too. Um, the other piece I wanted to mention in regards to agents is the value is more important than ever. Right. I mean, I just did an episode on on the Sitzer Burnett case and Mm -hmm. all the litigation going on. And that obviously directly impacts value. Uh, And if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. Episode 18. (laughs) But the value is more important than ever. You got to know your value prop like the back of your hand. Uh, Differentiate yourselves. We saw tons of new realtors, like you mentioned, coming into the business the last couple of years. Everybody thought it was easy. But you, even in those types of markets, you got to stand out from the crowd. For sure. Uh, it's, it's important in any market, but especially in a tough one. You've got to have a plan for that. It'll pay dividends both now and in the future as there's a, a longer tail sometimes when it comes to seeing results from some of the effort you put in today. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the next segment. Um, so Sam, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive a bit into what we're seeing for 2024. <laughs> Hey everyone, Saad here from Storytime. I hope you're enjoying all the talk about real estate. I absolutely love it and I have been having a ton of fun putting these together for you. If you're liking what you're hearing or even if you've learned something new, one thing that would be super helpful is if you would leave a rating on Spotify and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast. It would mean a ton to us. It helps us reach more people and build a community of real estate enthusiasts. Also, If you have any real estate questions, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me through my Instagram handle. That's Saad Munir. I'm easily searchable, but S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R, the I is a one. And I might even be able to answer your question in a future episode. Thanks again for tuning into Storytime. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? Welcome back to Storytime. Today, we're talking about the state of the market with Tory's Director of Operations, Samantha Robles. So, Sam, what are we seeing for 2024? As you, myself, and others on the team plan for the coming year, let's share with folks what we expect. So, I'll kick it off. First, we've got higher rates, but they're they're here to stay. I mean, they're likely to drop enough at some point in 2024. Um, I believe where there'll be a flood of buyers coming back into the market, and that's something that's really important for uh, for for buyers, especially to keep in mind, but also sellers, if they, in, in case they're they're thinking about putting their uh, property on the market at some point in 2024. Um, so, uh, so aside from rates, what else are we expecting in 2024?
1: I think with this market right now, um, the the very low demand we're going to remain to see the supply being low, um, just based off of what I'm seeing now. I mean, going into the new year, you know, I'm, December holidays, we're coming on Thanksgiving, Christmas. That's a genuinely a slower market and in inventory. Most people don't really necessarily want to sell their property during a holiday season. Uh, so I genuinely believe that we'll still, you know, see that inventory is low. Some seasonality, of course, some new construction, location matters. Uh, but generally it will remain low, Uh, but anything can change. So we'll, we'll see.
0: I I would agree with you. I think supply supply is uh, the low supply. In addition to the higher rates are both here to stay at least for, um, I think through 2024. Um, Another thing I wanted to mention was the importance of technology, right? I think, I think it's already been important in our business. Uh, in, in in real estate, which is like you know one of the most one of the most archaic industries, one of the oldest industries, but you know artificial intelligence uh, is becoming uh, you know quite prevalent in the in the business. Uh, the importance of using good internal tools to create great experiences. You know you and I, you know we did the first episode we did together uh, was about you know client experiences and client relationships and things like that and, it's to, and technology should be a part of that. I think it's really important to use technology to make things easy for the people around you. Again, this goes back to the idea of your value prop. What are you doing as an agent that's different? So, so what are your thoughts on this one, Sam?
1: Yeah, I right, AI is here. Um there's I have I have mixed emotions with AI. I don't believe that it's going to go anywhere. Um, we should utilize it as a tool, especially in real estate. Um, but again, you know, that human element is important as well. So looking at it more on how this can help grow my business versus like how, you know, you're afraid of it, or is this taking over, you know, jobs, etc. Um, that's that's definitely a, a negative outlook. Um, AI is here, we're going to see more and more of it um whether that be chat bots lead follow-ups uh operationally content generation and it's in a, it's assisting it help you know that look at it as a tool um the key again is not to be afraid of ai and, and avoid it embrace it find ways for it to work for you and in your business
0: 100 percent. i mean you, you know i mean like on our end we're trying to use ai uh within our app with all types of cool tools in there to to help the client to help the agent even uh, real reports, right, I mean, which I mentioned in, my, in the previous episode, uh, you know, it, it uses AI to make kind of like the the, idea, the, uh, the experience of digesting data uh, easier, digesting content and digesting uh, information easier. Um, automation, uh, you know, we don't believe, I mean, it's a very simply, like we also don't believe in check drop-offs. It's mind-blowing to me that some brokerages and agents still require you to physically drop off a check. <laughs> like when you go under agreement, so there's a lot of things that I think there's. That's what I mean. That's what I mean by like this industry being so archaic. I think it's really important to continue to leverage technology to um to benefit uh, client experiences. So uh, that's definitely something I think I see for 2024. It's already been here in 2023, but it's going to be even more so in 2024. Part of that whole value prop conversation. Um, And for me, this is a general rule of thumb, but we alluded to it earlier, but the importance of thinking long-term, no matter your role in the market, whether you're a seller, you're a buyer, you're an investor um, or an agent, the short-term has a chance to be a little painful. So what are you going to do? Are you going to sulk and complain about things you can't control, or are you going to focus on your mindset and the actions you're taking? Um, like I said, a lot of the real estate world is long tail when it comes to seeing the results. And it's important to keep that in mind, again, regardless of your role in the industry. Um, on that note, uh, you know, I think it's super important to make a plan. As a buyer or seller, make a plan. Talk to the right people to help you and make sense of everything going on, especially as it relates to your situation. As an investor, know your numbers and make a plan. Um, it may not be in greater Boston, but figure out what makes sense for you and you know, property management, what the numbers are going to look like, uh, get the right people to help you in those particular regions. That's super important, and that's all part of making a plan. As an agent, you got to make a plan. What are your goals? How are you going to market? Sam, what are we doing from a planning perspective that you think is worth bringing up?
1: Yeah. So one thing that really comes to mind, and we talked a lot about this um, and nearing uh, the end of this year is focusing more on marketing specifically towards an agent's passions and interests. You know, we've, you and I, we've definitely, we've tried a lot of different areas and uh, what has worked for you and marketing yourself are areas that you're interested in this podcast, you know, any ML, your what organizations, your community, that is exciting for you. And that's just going to reward you in other ways, just naturally. So that's definitely something that going into 2024, we're going to be focused on and creating a plan for each agent that we're bringing on and talking them through, you know, what their interests are, where do they want to allocate spend marketing, it's a no brainer. At least for myself on entering, I am going to be dipping my toes in the ancient world. Uh, So I'll be creating a 30. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super
0: pumped for that. You know that
1: I'll be creating a 30, 60, 90 day plan. At least writing everything down for me helps. Um, I want what I want out of life, at least for the next two to three years, my goals that I want to obtain. um, This helps me stick number one to a plan and then I can hold myself accountable. That's super important because otherwise I'm very, um, Dreamy, and I can go <laughs> off in different areas. Sure, and so I'm excited to implement a more agent-specific marketing plan. I think that, yeah, that and in, in areas that I'm interested in as well. You know, the green space, as we st- talked about, sustainability. Um, I also speak Spanish, so maybe I can market to the Spanish-speaking community. Um, that will be, you know, and and be able to help uh, others and and really and actually be in in it because now i'm i'm really going to be in it i'm i'm behind the scenes but i will be putting myself out there a, a thousand percent and yeah this is going to be an interesting ride
0: yeah no but I, I like we talked about i think this this planning um like both the the agent specific marketing plan your 30 60 90 day plan Um, also just having personal goals uh that you know not just for 2024 but like you know what's your what's your five-year goal like you know where do you want to be in 10 years like these are the types of things that successful people do for sure these are the types of things that people think about successful people think about like regularly and they like refer to that plan so um just i I know without without kind of like uh repeating myself I, i am gonna repeat myself one more time here but like Having a plan, uh, like, is is critical to uh, to actually hitting your goals. Writing those goals mm-hmm. down, th- those types of things. So I'm really bullish on the, um, the the agent marketing plans, and I'm super excited that you'll be putting one together too. Um, and uh, and on that note, like, I think it's important for us to talk about our highlights from 2023 as we round out the year. Sam, what was your highlight for the year?
1: So I guess more of an overall like perspective of 2023 for me has been a unique market to be in because the market is in the last quarter has been really you know slower it's easy to follow along with it and be da- like you said down in the dumps about interest rates low inventory slower demand etc whatever it may be that isn't favorable right when you're moving fast uh you don't really have time to notice these things because you're just doing it and you're in it and those small efforts are crucial to stay relevant in the game while providing value so I think for me, thankfully, maintaining that mindset and that consistency, and staying positive throughout this this journey of 2023 with the you know interest rates of as they have been, um, and keeping our process the same, what we have been working on for the past three years, um, keeping it tight. That's really a, a highlight in order to get through it and see you know and In moving into 2024 and seeing some light on, at the end of the tunnel. Um, the market is uncertain, as we know, but what is certain is the way we react to situations and overall the, all the noise around us occurring around us. Uh, so I, I really do want to maintain that positive outlook going into 2024. And yeah, and hopefully we'll have another story about my journey on becoming an agent.
0: Yeah, so I think, I think you're, you you hit it on the head. Uh, I think it's really important to have the right mindset going into 2024, uh, like you said, things are uncertain. There, there is uh, uh, lots of things out of our control. Uh, but if you kind of have that right mindset, you have a plan, you have right people, good people around you. Um, you know, that's a great foundation for uh, for for what's to come. So, uh, so yeah, I'm super excited for for you to to become an agent, and uh, uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that you're gonna have tons of success along the way. So, speaking of which, um, my highlight for the year is adding a couple of folks to the team. Um, You know, obviously, Sam, you know, like we've been we've been kind of focused on on growing the team and uh, and looking into what growth might look like into 2024. Um, It's not easy hiring in general, but I think in our world, finding people that not only have their licenses, but jive well with our values as a lean, scrappy, close knit, collaborative, driven unit it's very hard. So so I'm really excited, Joe and Salil, they've chosen to join the team. They're both great additions and excited to grow the team even further You know, with, with your help and with you as an agent as well in 2024. So quick plug, I guess, if you want to be an agent, you're listening and you want to learn more about us, do reach out. We've got big goals and we would love to hear from you. Um, so to wrap up here, I've done a previous episode on timing the market, episode five, if you want to check it out. And the message from that holds true. Like, you can't do it. It's not, you you don't know what's going to come down the pipe. Like, we don't know what's going to happen in 2024. Everybody can speculate. But there are so many factors that influence all facets of our lives, which we just don't have control over. So every year and every situation has its challenges. I believe you need to be able to adapt no matter what role you play in the industry. It doesn't make sense for everyone to be a buyer in the current market. It doesn't make sense for everyone to be a seller in the current market, an investor, or even an agent. Changes are coming and they always will. But just like we on the Munir team are formulating our plan for 2024, and Sam and I individually have our plans as well, make sure you have yours and make sure you are able to adapt within it. Things can change on the drop of a dime because it's something you have zero control over, not something to be scared of. Just expect that that will happen and you'll be way better off both mentally and financially. Sam, thanks for jumping on with us again. And thank you as always for all your hard work. I'm super pumped for 2024.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. And yeah, to on to 2024. Let's go.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, let's do this. So thanks to you all for listening in today. Storytime is a production of Refillion Media. It's produced by Ari Mathay. Follow me on Instagram at Saad Munir. That's S-A-A-D-M-U-N-1-R. And follow Tori at Tori Holmes. That's with two eyes. Once again, I'm Saad Munir. Until next time.